0: Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host Tom Gerrard. This week I sit down with 45RPM, who's an English-based artist and uh, an illustrator. How are you going? Yeah, good
1: mate, good. Nice to be here.
0: Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's good to have you in Australia. It's uh, It was a big surprise when I found out you were coming over.
1: Well, I literally, as an Englishman, it's so easy to go to Europe, it's so easy to travel around. So, mate, I'm so stoked to be here. It was a mission, but it's happened.
0: Yeah, it's not, a, not an easy flight, is it?
1: It was uh, absolute hell. That's probably like a story on its own. Yeah. Flew over with a, a mate, Gary, and, um, yeah, we had 30 hours of hell. Oh. <laughs>
0: why, why, is, why is that?
1: Uh, we we stayed awake for the first flight, stayed awake for the stop-off in the middle, and then um, we're just really looking forward to 15 hours of, you know, beers, have a sleep, really enjoy ourselves, and then we adopted a screaming child for 15 hours. Ah, oh. So, but it was perfect because then, a, you know, Stayed awake for a day when I got here and literally slipped into Aussie time straight away. So I had hell, but now Australian time is here.
0: Yeah, that's good. You seem to be. Uh, you were up pretty early this morning. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sleep when you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Australia and it's amazing, and there's too much to do. Yeah. So sleeping is definitely the last thing on my list. I literally save that for when I get home, and then I'll just be miserable. If you did this podcast. The first day when I'm back, it would be a different story, I think. Yeah. So you're liking it over here? Absolutely loving it. Ten out of ten loving it. Yeah? Yeah. That's totally a... smitten. If this was a few years ago, I'd, you know, I'd be renting a flat now, straight away. Yeah. So, can't so... get enough of the place already. Yeah. So where have you been, and what have you been doing since you've been over um, I went to Wollongong. Is that how you say it? Wollongong. Wollongong. Should have learned that by now. Um, for an amazing festival, for Wonderwalls. Um, yeah, flew over with Gary. Had an amazing time. Painted loads of walls. Met amazing people. Literally, I can't even explain how many people. Drank in amazing local pubs. Soaked up the culture. It was amazing for me to, if I'd come to Melbourne and then gone there, I, you know, I would have seen a difference straight away. But just to get off and be, you know, adopted into a small town made me feel Australian instantly. I did a meat raffle my first night. Awesome. So that you know, that's pretty Australian. Yeah, drank the local beers. So yeah, had such an incredible time. Got lots of good photographs, met tons and tons of people. So yeah, yeah. couldn't be happier. Then I did Sydney for uh, three or four nights. And now making the most of Melbourne.
0: Yeah. How long are you in Melbourne for? Uh,
1: it's just a week over in total. It's just a, this is like scratching the itch. This is coming to Australia, obviously realizing how good it is, which I have. And uh, wanting to come back for more. It's not a place where I go to and I feel like I'm done.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So have you been? Uh, you been painting much since you've been in town?
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely been painting a lot. Um, I've been painting loads and loads and loads. This is a very selfish holiday, yeah. so I'm just here to take good photos, to meet people, socialise, and paint. So I did a lot of sensible painting in wonder walls, and now you know I'm just meeting up with mates, having barbecues, painting good walls, getting sunstroke, drinking yeah. beers, just doing that on repeat, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, uh, like, the heat's really kicked up all of a sudden, you know, you've... uh...
1: Everyone's been saying that, basically, I've turned up and summer's started. Yeah. And then everyone wants to take a bit more time off. Like, in England, when one day of sun and everyone leaves work and goes to the pub, I've turned up on that day. Yeah. So, yeah, to me, this is what it's like here all the time. But I'm feeling the excitement of everyone who's a local. Everyone is hitting the, the park. I can't believe how... The park situation. Gazebos... So there were some guys who bought a fridge with them. Mm-hmm. I saw them take a fridge out of a van to cool their beers. So, I'm you know, I love a pub. I'm English, but um, if I got any excuse at all to sit outside and have a drink, I'm gonna take that straight away. And here, everything is to do with fresh air, sunshine, beers, social. Yes, I'm smitten. Yeah, yeah. It's like home away from home.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a bloody good place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, well, like I we first met. Years ago in uh in Bristol when I was over there, and um like I, I found that you know I'd come up and, and see you and stay at your place and all that and end up just having these ridiculous weekends. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: and I know I, I did it a few times and every time I went up there it was always like some crazy weekend and there were all, all people lots of people from out of town there and. Yeah, it was just it was just nuts. Like, is it like that quite often, or was I just landing um, on those um <clears throat> those weekends?
1: I think I'm one of those people where if it's if something's good, I'll just keep going with it. Mm. So genuinely, sleep when you're dead or sleepy. So you know, there's always a time to catch up on the sleep afterwards. Mm. Someone said the other day, there's a name for I can't remember what it is when you feel like you're missing out. Oh, FOMO. is that what it is? Yeah, fear of missing yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Where if I know that people are in a pub, even if they text to say. Not a very good night, or if they're texting me, it's not going to be that good night because otherwise they wouldn't be texting. Yeah, in my head, they are having the best night, and I'm going to get amazing photos, and something's going to happen. So, with Bristol, I feel like I'm almost like the backpackers' flat where if a good guy's coming, or someone tells me a good guy's coming, I love you know, like cooking a meal and being social and being like a host. So, over the years, I guess, I just built up a crew of people. So, you know, if you came, you know, when you come down, everyone's just wanting an excuse to have fun and, you know, go for nice food or cook a nice meal. And, Mm. you know, then as soon as you've done that, you want to keep doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, don't get me wrong, it's not like that all the time. But sometimes uh, something on a Friday does turn into you're still doing it on a Monday. Yeah. But so, you know, who doesn't like doing that? Yeah. And that's half the point of why we paint. I paint because I like painting, but 100% like eating food with mates who paint and drinking with mates who paint, you know, and talking absolute nonsense. That's, you know, and as I get older, that's more important. Yeah. So last night I realised that, you know, I was really chatting to people and saying, if like a book said, can I have five of your most important photos of your, you know, art career, they probably wouldn't, well, I don't think they would, any of them would be pieces. It would be, You know, like a photo of all of us on a night out or in a pub. Because the tales I'd be able to tell from that night that went with it, a million times more important than the wall I painted. That just, like, disappears into oblivion, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's an age thing, but yeah. Any excuse to get someone down and do stuff, yeah, just makes my life better. And, you know, then I'm in the situation now with you here. Yeah. Because of, you know, being hospitable and, you know, you just made me a nice lunch, I'm chilling in your house. Yeah. yeah, why wouldn't you want to do that?
0: Yeah, and we we're gonna go down, go for a paint. yeah exactly go down yeah, the yeah. beach for a swim because it's a hot yeah. day you know go exactly go for a bike ride,
1: it's all
0: good. I remember um just when you were talking about you know those times I was I was, I was thinking back to remember when we uh did the drawing game in the pub there was like a whole group of artists together uh, yeah and we all uh, everyone had to draw the person next to them that was and, amazing um, and I remember I had to draw um uh, sick boy's girlfriend. Oh yeah, and uh, and for some reason it's really it's like it's really like a lot of the artists aren't very good at just doing portraits. Yeah, mate. If I (laughs) had to drawing a mate
1: is hilarious, and you can uh, just take the Mickey out of them. But drawing a girl, oh man, your face, like the fear of having to draw something straight away was hilarious. Yeah. There's no oh She hated me. Delicious. She she
0: looked she looked like the most
1: manly we manly <laughs> person on the yeah, page. The drawing wasn't very <laughs> flattening. Yeah. See I'd forgotten about that. Amazing. Yeah, I still got them. I still got them in a book somewhere. Didn't you make a fanzine? Or was yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I did yeah, that yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, because we did so much stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. No sort of moment. Ah, oh, see, I forget about stuff like that. But yeah, they're they're the better times when you've like had a bond, you've had a paint, you've had a few pints, and then, you know, the nonsense that comes with it. Yeah. I guess so like it's just hooking up with idiots across the world. Mm. We're all, I don't know. We're all on a spectrum of something. I think so many of my mates are probably autistic, but you don't you don't realise. Like if we all just got grouped together, say we all got invited to a festival, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, it's a surprise. We're going to test you on loads of stuff." We'd all come out and we'd be dyslexic, autistic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We'd all be on some sort of level that would be not surprising probably if we were told. Yeah. Because we're definitely a yeah a big group of weirdos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But getting back to what you were saying about, um, like, you like to take photos and document what's going on other than just the, the painting and stuff. Um, like, you used to take a lot of photos just with film. Do you still do that?
1: Yeah, obsessively. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's probably maybe as important as my painting now, is like capturing the moment. Like, yeah, again, I think it's because I'm, I'm getting older. So, like, the fear of aging, basically, and like losing out and not wanting. I feel like I lost my whole childhood by not taking photos, and some of my best memories, there's nothing to show what I did. Mm. So now, yeah, I'm desperate to constantly capture what's happening, because it makes you realize when you talk, I don't talk to that many normal people, but when I do, it blows their mind what I'm doing or what I'm up to. Like something that we would think was really normal to do would not be normal. Yesterday, I walked past a skip, and someone had thrown away a mirror that was the size of the skip, Mm. so it looked like the sky was in the skip, yeah so i got into this building site and got in the skip and all these builders ran out really aggro but now i'm just so used to that well you know i wouldn't think of asking i just do it because otherwise they might say no and then i just just let them shout at me i just wait get the photo and then explain what i'm doing because then i've got the photo yeah and then when i explained to them what they were doing they were fascinated and then they all came and took photos and i just had this insane moment where they they just kept saying so what why are you doing it though like I was yeah. like, man, just come around and look. looks yeah. like the sky's in a skip. Yeah. And they're like, right, okay, so why are you taking a picture? It's yeah. like, I don't know. The sky's in a like, Look at the <laughs> sky in a skip. And I think that sort of sums it up. It's like, to me, that's really normal, and it's mad. I know it's mad, but um, the photo might come out. It might be blurry, but, yeah, I can't help but do it. Yeah.
0: There's an anticipation that comes with uh, waiting to get a roll of film developed yeah, as well. I
1: try really, I desperately try not to. So I don't take loads of photos. I might take like three in a night out. Mm. I'm really, really particular about what I do now. I don't just, I'm not snap happy. Mm. So that it takes three weeks probably to fill up a film, one oh. film. So hopefully I've forgotten about all of the moments so that I don't get disappointment. Yeah. It's only when I get the, you know, I, I, like now i so said the skip thing. That's annoying because I'm going to be thinking about the skip photo. <laughs> Because uh, in my head it's amazing, but um, yeah, it might be blurry, but that's the whole point of we don't document everything we do painting-wise because mm. sometimes it's nice to have those memories. Like I haven't got a photograph of us drawing that stuff, but I don't need to, it's just a nice memory. Mm. And sometimes the half the fun of graffiti is to be like, it was a beautiful moment, you know, just enjoy it in your head. Yeah. So sometimes I kind of like, and you always make it better. If the photo doesn't come out, I've lost the best photo that ever existed. Mm. But it probably wasn't. I can live with it, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you have um? Do you have like a lot, lot of boxes stored filled filled with photos?
1: Yeah, tons and tons and tons. Mm. Yeah, tons. Yeah. That I, I th- for me that is, is for say I'm doing paintings. I'm doing them for a show next year. Mm. But the film photos is for an exhibition when I'm fifty. Yeah. And then probably when I'm fifty, I put it off till sixty because I'll still be doing stuff. Yeah. My in my eyes, that's like take over the biggest building in the world and put on the biggest show, where all my mates, you know, none of my mates have seen those pictures because they just get filed away. And I love the idea of, you know, all my Bristol mates, London mates, everyone turning up. I'll take photos of you today, and then in like 30 years you turn up at a show and you've, it just is a flood of amazing memories. Yeah. So for normal people, they just think, what, what have these idiots been doing all of their lives? you know there'd be 10,000 questions with each photo but only you will know yeah and that to me is yeah that's exciting
2: yeah
0: so i got boxes full of film photos from like pre-digital era era. yeah and um yeah just I was thinking about the other day there's so many people who have you know who are now adults and it's like all photos of us when we were teenagers but I used to try and take like arty photography shots yeah yeah even then and um I, I remember now I've still got some really good photos and and there was also a time when there was a lot of people that um, you yeah, know it was a bit of violence at that age where you see a lot of fights and stuff like that for some reason I got heaps of photos of, um, of people <laughs> fighting
1: <laughs> but for just a book of that as your, you you yeah. know it's important and it's a time and it's part of stuff yeah that you know I've got photos of insanity but yeah that's my favourite sort of a, a book on a graffiti artist if it was just 50 pictures of walls I'm not that interested it'd have to be a really good artist but mm just that feeling when you watch like a painting video and you like get the feeling because you've been through those situations mm. where if you just put something up, it reminds me of a story of when I was doing that. Like that's amazing to me, like getting that sort of emotion through a photograph just of a little thing where you feel that, you know, nostalgia. Yeah. yeah I love that.
2: Yeah.
0: So um, do you did you grow up in Bristol?
1: Are you originally from there? No, I'm a, a Kent boy, so. um. Yeah, southerner, but um, had like London on my doorstep, you know, beaches, loads of good stuff. And then, um, yeah, just used to scoot around with mates in cars and check out other places. I've always had a bit of like itchy feet and wanted to explore and, you know, I was from quite a, like a rough town and yeah, Chatham's not the best place to be honest. So I felt like I, you were a lad or you weren't a lad there wasn't like there wasn't any skaters or golfs or you wouldn't mm. dare to be any of that stuff so i knew i had like this something in me that was different i just like bumbled along being a lad basically so any opportunity to go somewhere and then see other stuff was happening i just yeah grasped it yeah and then, yeah went to bristol in a car woke up in the back seat of a fiesta in, a, in bristol my mates had left me in the keys i bumbled into a greasy spoon and I uh, didn't have any money, put the lass in there, made me a cup of tea for free. And then she said, uh, Bristol's the town of smiles. And she'd give me a cup of tea for free and it's like, I think that was it. I woke up next to a wall as well by TCF, these like, Bristol writers. So I literally opened my eyes and it was incredible art. And then that happened. And then I went to a pub and the guy gave me a shot for free with my beer. You know, like, oh, you, you know, you'll move to Bristol. That was it, yeah. I yeah. don't even know how long ago that was. I think I say it was 12 years ago. I think I, I said 12 years for a few years, so maybe it's a bit longer, yeah.
0: yeah. Were you, were you um, like lured in by the good music scene they've got there as well?
1: Everything, yeah. yeah. It's one of those places where the art seems amazing, the music seems amazing. Like Just culturally, it's, mm. it's, if, they, if they brought out a book of the artists that have come from Bristol, mm. it would be insane. Yeah. And the musicians, and like the way that the musicians have turned, like Porter said, yeah so I mean like no matter where you are in the world if you're with like rock kids hip hop kids and you put head on that a house party everyone likes it yeah it's like there, there's so many things that have been really important and are part of our culture around the world that are weirdly from this tiny weird hippie place so yeah I just I, I just went as a lad and then realised I didn't have to be a lad anymore yeah I could you know let the hippie out basically grew yeah my beard grew my hair long yeah went for it yeah so I remember the first time I
0: went to Bristol was I think it was two thousand and one, um, and yeah, like Massive Attack and Portishead and all that were really big, and uh, I, I knew like Tricky and Massive Attack were from there. But uh, it was I was driving in the outskirts of Bristol and I saw a, a sign directing you to Portishead. Yeah, and then I asked a friend and they said, oh yeah, it's like the next next village or whatever, and it's like oh I, I didn't even make the connection and the reporter like, said yeah. Jeff
1: Barrow has just started a band not just started it's in a band called Beak yeah. and the, every track name is a different little town yeah and that is really satisfying to the music's amazing like really good background music but every now and then I'll go and visit a mate or drive through somewhere and it's like whoa you know like this is the track and then I listen to the track when I'm going through the place yeah it's the same I think you're, if you're from Bristol you want to rep Bristol yeah I mean it's like a, a proud thing well, I could work for a tourist board, where if a stranger says, you know, this happened loads in Australia, like where are you from? I realise I'm selling them Bristol when yeah. I don't need to. I could just say Bristol. Yeah. But instead, I'm like, it's amazing. You should. I stay at mine. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. I'm like, oh, there's a great, you know, great coffee shop. Like, I just can't shut up about. Well, I can't shut up most of the time anyway, but <laughs> I definitely can't shut up about Bristol.
0: Yeah, I love it. That's one of my favourite parts of uh, the UK. Yeah. I've I've seen a Fair few cities and towns and all that, but i you know that's definitely one. Of and my I'm favorites. lucky; I get to
1: travel yeah. constantly around the UK. Yeah. So I get to see a lot of you know different places, and you know I bumble somewhere and like it surprised me how good it is, mm. which is nice. It's still like refreshing to be able to do that still, but I haven't found anywhere yet that's well. Melbourne's pretty good, mate. Yeah, yeah. There's not in the UK though. Yeah. Yeah. No, no chance. This is this feels like Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the same it's sort just of mentality. Just yeah.
0: Bristol on the one day of summer. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, like, when you said you travel around a bit, do you do, you do that for your art? Like-
1: yeah, I, yeah, I work for um, an agency and do a lot of branding and painting restaurants and that sort of thing on the side. That's uh, sort of like quite a passion. I really like being a graphic designer, basically, so I've got this whole other side of my work, which no one probably sees, well, no one sees it really pushes me in like lettering. And I think it's important to have like, if you're designing, I like page layout and I really, really like branding basically. Mm. I get quite a kick out of that sort of artwork and it's refreshing for me and it like motivates me, pays my bills. And I'm constantly while I'm working and doing these jobs, thinking about characters and sketch a day ideas. And then I'm, you know, when I get back, I'm that unstoppable force. You know, if I have a day at my studio, coffee, and I just plough out all of this stuff that I've been thinking about. So it's like going for a walk when you're stuck with an idea. Mm. So my life will be like, oh, you know, you're going to Manchester, you know, you're painting, doing some sign writing in a restaurant, and I'm just, I clear my head and I think about what I want to do when I get back. So yeah, mega lucky. I've got like two sides of my life, artwork-wise, that I really enjoy. Yeah. I really, you know, I want to push the 45 stuff more, but um, kind of. Because I really enjoy having the break and challenging myself of other things. And they all link together. Yeah. I learn a technique or I learn something that I then use, you know, in my other side of my life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like you as you were saying, you do a sketch a day. Yeah. Like, how long have you done that for? Well,
1: I've always drawn characters. Not always, actually. Like, only for a few years. And, um, yeah, I've always drawn them four pieces. And then I realised... Maybe I just quite like drawing them on their own. Mm -hmm. It's nice to simplify the more you do letters, the more you simplify your letters and you want to come to the basics of structure and form. And the same with characters. Like, I don't want too much detail. I want to see if I can draw a character and the more lines I take out, the more I like it. And just breaking stuff down is more satisfying. Maybe not outlines on it. So, yeah, I basically got sent some pens by Ironlax, like some colouring in pens, and thought, oh, I better draw some characters and colour them in and then I drew another one and another one. And I realized if I was in a hotel or in a train on the way to a job, I'd just be like pouring through. I'm so obsessed with language and slang and anything like that. Like I'm a nightmare where if I hear someone say something, I have to write it down in my phone in my notes. Mm. So I just do that over here. Every time someone says something, you know, it makes me think of something and then jot it down, do some sketches. So if I'm on a train, I'll knock out like you know 30 40 little pencil sketches and then any excuse to sit at home and draw them is that's like happy time yeah
0: so do you make a thing to get one a day
1: done uh, yeah definitely sketch wise yeah, yeah. Mm. so like, you know in my bag with me now I've just got pages and pages of stupid drawings yeah. where sometimes that's at, it's, I did painted a like a ticking time bomb a few days ago a tiger and I painted it from the smallest little pen sketch mm. and if I redrew it now it would be rubbish like that's it at it's best yeah where well, it's a bit wonky and the arms aren't right but it's, it's like to me that's perfect yeah the weather you know usually i redraw them at home on a light box and then color them in and then sometimes i think i've ruined that yeah but then yeah. i can't help but do that because that's now part of the process yeah so it's like taking it to its completion but to be honest sometimes that stupid initial sketch is definitely the best
0: yeah yeah so I'm coming across a, more and more people who have like a daily ritual of doing something creative. Like yeah. I interviewed a guy last week uh, called Leadbeater and he does a, um, an Instagram post today. It's a creative um, piece. Like he uses, like mixes up digital and like hand-drawn stuff and photography and like anything, but he, as long as he creates a post today a and it's yeah. really interesting. He said that like he's progressed a lot from it and I also do my, like I do a drawing every day as well and... Done it for three years now, and I feel like I've really progressed from it as well. Like, do you feel like you've progressed a lot?
1: Yeah, I need. I always need a fire underneath me. Mm. I'm mega motivated, and well, I'm just an annoying pain basically. So I constantly work, but I like to give myself more pressure constantly. Yeah. So it's good, you know. Being in a crew is incredible because it motivates me and pushes me. I've got all of these things that I've set up to make myself do things. So doing sketch a day. I have to draw a sketch a day, which is, yeah, is perfect, because sometimes in a really stressed, broken moment, the stupid idea in my head becomes the best one, yeah. and then I could have all day, I'm at home working, and at any point I can sit and draw something, and it would be, you know, pretty rubbish. Mm. So, yeah, sometimes those little weird moments of like, oh, I've got 10 minutes on a train. Yeah. That's like the perfect thing, and If I work from home, I always make sure I get up, make a coffee and just draw the first nonsense thing that comes into my head and then I put it up. I try not to rethink it or I could definitely make it better if I drew it again, but that's not the point of it. It's not colored in that well. The idea could be embarrassing. You know, I might look back on it in a month and be a bit embarrassed, but it's not really worth worrying about. That's not the point of it. It's like the head emptier to then get on with real, you know, real work. So it's like a process I've set up basically. Mm. Do you, do you also use it to um to brainstorm
0: ideas for a, like a bigger piece, like a painting you're doing and Yeah, definitely. Like
1: a... If it if there's a good reaction from it or cuz I, you know, I downplay a lot of the stuff myself where I don't like it, so I do pay attention if mates like it or they do think it's good. Mm. Cuz to me it's just like another idea that's popped into my head and it it, it comes like quite naturally to draw stuff and know what it's going to look like. So Low, you know, most t-shirt designs or if someone says hi I'm a surf company will you do a, a t-shirt I, I won't do one t-shirt I'll draw like 20 ideas and I'll just brainstorm and do them all and then maybe I'll do that job but then I'll have 19 surf based drawings that will just sit in a pile and then I might you know I did one the other day at Wonderwalls yeah. painted that, that was something I drew I don't even know maybe more than a year ago it was just a pencil sketch then it, you know, it was in Australia by beach. It was appropriate. I painted it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw two uh
0: surf-related ones that you did.
1: There. Oh, Night Rider there. as well. Yeah. The yeah. Dracula was yeah. a surfboard, yeah. and then
0: the other one was a wave with Sunny's, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: But yeah. so the the Dracula one, that just was a wall at the last minute. Mm. So if I hadn't painted it then, I don't know when it would have been an appropriate time to paint. It just would have been lost in a pile of A4 paper. Yeah. And that's what I like, where you know, I just flip through this pile and think, whoa, you know, I genuinely, I like the Night Rider one like I still like it and I like how it came out and um, it would have been ni- you know sometimes it's nice for it to shine on a t-shirt or on a wall or sometimes they just get lost in a pile of paper yeah that's like half the fun I think yeah don't be too precious about it
0: yeah do um like so you, you were saying you you do graphic design as well as artwork like do you make a lot of money off your art like an, do you make like half your income or anything like that
1: um <clears throat> off what uh, uh, as me as 45 yeah uh, yeah I guess so yeah it all blurs into one, to be honest. So even, you know, say I'm like rebranding a barbecue place, I probably get to draw, you know, like a good cow character that won't be 100% how I'd do it. It wouldn't be as goofy, basically. I have to like make it a bit more, you know, like something that can go on a menu and on the uniforms. And then I'll do some fonts that would be like half me. Like you, if you went into the place, you'd probably think, you know, you might be able to guess that it's my work. So, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to know where the boundary is. But yeah, you know, I do okay. i I've, I've got my fingers in so many pies. Yeah, like so spread out that at some point something is working, and then I'm neglecting something else. So I just I've got this constant balance. I don't even know if I balance it very well. To be honest, I'm probably not that good at it. But yeah, one week I want to be a photographer. Next week I want to be a graphic designer, and then I just get lost in the moment. And then that makes me excited about doing the other thing that I do, artwork-wise. Yeah. That's why I can't get into. I don't want to be a screen printer or, you know, make sculptures. I don't want to know about any of that because I want to do it. Because it's fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because um, I was thinking about the other day. I've got a. I'm doing a branding job at the moment for working in an advertising agency and doing a, a project for them, and I. I propose this idea that we're going to present on Monday, and it incorporates um, uh, getting an illustrator in who has exactly the style that I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try and double income off it. You know, it does work. Sort of, uh,
1: like you, you don't realise yeah. that what we do is good, and we've put tons of years into yeah. the idea of it. And sometimes I spend a lot of time proposing, like let's say, uh, can we have? I've just done a diner, American style diner in England. Yeah and it's the dream where I did exactly what they wanted and then I sent them a milkshake with legs yeah and straight away they liked the milkshake with legs you know it's like it's a nice drawing and now I'm hoping that you know when I get back I can find out how that went and maybe I'll I'll get to do what I want to do so I think it would surprise us a lot of time if you you know people love like our style of work but um, you think in your head you have an idea of what you think it should look like Hmm. so you just go down this like you know a bit more of a normal idea so yeah any excuse to like sneak in a little bit of nonsense yeah hopefully there's a client who's as stupid as me
0: oh don't put yourself down (laughs) so with um right with the years and you because you've been painting for a long
1: time now like when when did you start um I did like my first I'd say like proper piece where I painted with colour you know like a piece yeah Post a piece of nonsense it was I think it was almost 2000 because I I wrote 2k because I thought that was super mm. cool yeah uh, yeah so pretty much from there but I just messed about and I didn't meet I didn't meet another writer for four years like my first four years because this is pre-internet pre-anything I'd go to London like once a year when I was that young and go and buy whatever fanzine there was a record shop called Mr. Bongo's.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah.
1: And I'd go there and hopefully buy, you know, whatever they had kicking around. And then I'd send, you know, I'd post five pounds to someone in an envelope and a fanzine would come back. Yeah. And I made my own photo albums. I made my own magazines by taking photos. But there was hardly anything so it was really hard to get, you know, snaps. So yeah, about five years of nothingness. And then, um, yeah, it all kicked off from there.
0: Yeah. And and now that, you know, it's, nearly 17 years later, do you feel that you've mastered your craft?
1: No way. Literally <laughs> no way. Yeah, I am rubbish still. I like genuinely, I've probably got like five pieces that I think, yep, they're getting there. I've definitely got characters that I'm pleased with. Um, like sometimes, I like my throw up, but then that changes. I've just changed it. So that's why I like it. I don't like my hand style. Yeah, I th- but it, not in like a negative way, In a you know I always want more yeah so I could get you know I could put ten pieces into a, a magazine and be pleased with it but then I'd open up Instagram and see something else someone else has done and I want more yeah so there's uh, to me a piece isn't I'd need a piece to be on a tank uh, with an incredible background behind it with a great story and the piece is perfect and the character is perfect and it's painted well and the colours are good and then, and then that would be a good picture yeah so I always want more out of my photos I call them like double whammies where it has to you know I want like ivy over the wall and you know I want those dream spots so there's always someone who's painted a derelict plane somewhere and I think Phew. so there's um, the thirst is hasn't gone away and it won't go away yeah because I always want I always want more which is probably what drives me so well it's yeah, good mate, I'm definitely not there yeah yeah.
0: yeah well otherwise
1: you'd quit wouldn't
0: you if you, yeah. you just felt that you were there yeah. I just thought, I know I had it in my list of questions and I thought it was a funny one. I haven't asked anyone that enough. No,
1: yeah, I'd be worried. If someone said that yeah. they thought they were, you know, good, I, I can always get better. And I'm, you know, I am getting better and I like what I do more and more each year. So hmm. maybe i get to a point where I think, yep, yeah, I'm okay. But I, the problem is I still every now and then knock out a bit of a shocker. Oh, yeah. Which is then that brings me <laughs> right back down to think, you know, when there's like a natural person who turns up bam, just nails it. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, maybe I won't get to that stage, but there's always someone out there who blows you away or just, you know, catches a tag and it's got flow and it's beautiful and you just think, oh, I need to sort myself out.
0: Yeah. 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 It's like, I hate painting in front of people, like in front of crowds. You know, that's when I'll get get the the wobbly legs or whatever but um been saying that i've done some good things in front of big crowds i painted um a festival in uh, in ecuador which was uh interesting and there were thousands of people watching then and it was yeah i, bet uh, they were. Yeah, I, I, I cracked out of um pretty good wall i was really happy with myself yeah, yeah. sometimes a bit of pressure is good yeah and yeah. It was the paint was really like shit paint it was yeah. like the the export stuff that i'll show yeah. you the other day it's like the equivalent of that but, um, mate, if you American, can master
1: using paint like that, then, yeah. you know you get given a can of good paint and then yeah. you smash it out. <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm and not I'm not negative about it. I've, you know, I've done some stuff I'm pleased with, but yeah, definitely still got a real thirst, and it's because wanting more is good.
0: Yeah. Speaking of thirst, you want a beer? Love a beer. Okay. Cheers, mate. Cheers, fella. So, what were we talking about? Um, So with the, um, like you were saying earlier that you about an exhibition, like a future exhibition that you're thinking about and everything with the photos. Do you you exhibit much as an artist?
1: Um, I didn't, but then I have done recently. So yeah, I've had two shows, but uh, it's like a process for me where both of them were towns in the UK that I hadn't been to, that I knew would be different. Mm-hmm. So they're an adventure and there's more walls, buildings to explore, photos to take. So I, like a London show wouldn't drive me, but if you went, you want to go and do a show somewhere totally random? That's exciting for me, just to like pitch up for a couple of weeks and drink in the rough pubs and stop every homeless person. And that's what, you know, as soon as I went to Wonder Walls, I just Irish bar, crazy people in there. That's like me at like is is my dream scenario. Mm. Where well, I'm instantly gonna, if there's a labourer or someone crazy at a bar, I'm gonna go over and say hello to them. You know, make small talk because that's where, that's how gems happen basically. Yeah. So yeah, this ex, you know, exhibiting stuff at the moment is a bit exciting because now I've started that as a process of. You know, like like I was thinking recently, like Sheffield. Someone was showing me some amazing photographs of like the factories up there. So I thought, wicked. I want to go to Sheffield now, do a show. I know good mates there. You know, charity shops are going to be wicked to look in. The record shops are going to be good. Stopping mad people, like yeah, that's sort of firing me on at the moment. And then it's making me create nice work that's based on the town. So yeah, it hasn't ever been a thing on my you know in my life but at the moment I'm definitely going to be setting aside some time to do some stuff next year maybe a couple of shows a year yeah 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 it's exciting to think about it like that now as soon as I said that now that makes my brain swell yeah I want to do stuff
0: yeah I've, I just locked in an um, exhibition on Friday so I'm all uh, you know where's that? Uh, in, in Collingwood mm-hmm. Ruka Gallery next February pressure's on yeah no I'm, I'm, I've been well I've had a lot of time in the studio like, and I've, I've just been painting. It's like almost painting for practice, but now I've got a purpose to paint. Yeah. So some of those paintings <clears> are going to be used and then other ones I'm redoing and taking ideas and developing them. But um, I'm also, uh, you know, using uh, bringing a lot of woodwork into it as well. And uh, there's a guy at the studio with the woodwork shop and uh, I'm getting him to help help out with a bit.
1: It's, you know, adding a pressure is sometimes good in art, basically. Yeah. And I think having to do a show. As soon as I do a show, I know the next one's gonna be better and the next one's gonna be better. Like painting pieces. So as an artist that's exciting. And obviously Mm. it's gonna continue, but shows a a beautiful way of having like a stepping stone in your career Mm. to look back on. And otherwise you might not, you know, paint canvases. There's so many people I know who paint walls that if they were forced into once a month they had to paint a canvas like they had to. Man, they'd knock out some incredible stuff.
0: Yeah. Like, I remember um, back in 2007, I uh, broke my leg at a death metal gig. <laughs>
1: how you do? How'd yeah.
0: you do that? I was just really drunk, and uh, a friend a friend of mine is in a band called Blood Duster, <laughs> yep. and I had an album launch and went along to that, and yeah, I was up the front, and everyone was, you know, mosh pit started and all that, and some guy just, like, came at me sideways and just stomped on my leg and broke my leg. How did you get out of the mosh pit Oh, I hopped. And yeah. then uh and then I Did he realize or? oh yeah I was oh hit the ground and was in a lot of pain. But um then I said to the bouncers, it's like oh you know, can you help me out? I've done something to my leg. They yeah yeah no worries and we've got one on under either arm and they're walking me down this side passage. They opened the back door and just threw me out to the back laneway and it was belting down with rain and I'm just laying on my back
2: going, Oh my god that hurts you
0: know? <laughs> And then I, um, <laughs> yeah, and I've, it's the annoying thing was is I've been um, I pay ambulance cover for years, and I'm just laying on my back going, what can I do? You know, who, you know, who do I call? I'm trying to call all my friends, call my girlfriend. She she was drunk in bed and couldn't come and get me, and ended up just going home and lived on the third floor of a of a block of flats and hopped up the stairs and jumped into bed and then just woke up the next day and it was like, oh my head, oh my leg. <laughs> and I thought I'd just spray my ankle or something like that so I tried to pop into um, the hospital the Alfred hospital um, because we we were doing house hunting or something like that for that day and I said oh you know just drive past us I'll hop in and grab a pair of crutches and we'll keep going and I said that to them and I said I can have a pair of crutches and they said nah and uh, before I knew it they were prepping me for an operation and all that type of stuff and asking me what I've eaten today and I was like oh no I didn't end up operating, luckily, but um,
1: yeah. <laughs> but sorry, how? that was straight. such a bloke I'm, story. Yeah, I'm straight
0: stra- off the, sub- the subject here, but I couldn't walk for for months, and uh, in that time, I was getting. I really wanted <clears throat> to go painting, but I, I couldn't. So I um, started working on an exhibition, and at the end of the, t- I remember I was at the opening of the exhibition with a walking stick, so I was back on my feet. But um, yeah, it was really successful, and it was like it got me really excited to. Um, start working like indoors and, uh, and showing artwork and trying different things it's,
1: like, it's just a stepping yeah. stone yeah. it's like a natural thing even like some of the most hardcore like subway bombers if you took them to a sculpture park mm. even if they didn't like it if you just and they didn't have to make any sculpture but you just said give me a better idea and they really thought about it mm. I'm sure that they pr- probably could come up with a good idea yeah I think no matter who you are if you're in graph you you are in it even if you're the biggest vandal and you're just doing it for, to vandalise you get flow and a, you know a good surface like there would be more to your brain than you think hmm. so you could be like no I'm not into art I'm not into any of this and it'd be like do you know what mate I think you are yeah you just haven't discovered that yet so yeah that's exciting for me it is yeah but I think everyone's got um, you
0: yeah, know lots of different um, modes of creativity within them it's just you know actually trying them
1: yeah definitely Okay. I'm sure if I went to a watercolor class, painting landscapes, I'd learn something yeah. that I could use in my own artwork, or I'd actually, or maybe I'd enjoy it. Mm. That's why I don't, you know. There's so many things: oil, sculpture, all of that stuff. I don't want to know about because I find it hard enough as it is to keep up with what I do like doing. Yeah, but that's all exciting for the future, isn't it? Yeah, like you're saying about doing woodwork stuff for your show. Like instantly, that makes me like want to see what it is you're talking about, and yeah, when you just show me the tile. Based patterns that you're doing earlier, straight away, as an artist, your head starts buzzing. Yeah. You think about what you do yourself. That's so why mm. it's good to hang out with artists.
0: Yeah, well, they're weird actually, because I only do them with my wife. Yeah. Because that's sort of her thing, her, and and we work together and try and create something. So yeah. like, I'll like design the, the tiles with her, and then we'll paint them together, and and then like yeah, you know, like yesterday we painted like a bar scene. Yeah. And it's like she did all the tiles across the front of the bar, but I did all the stuff behind the bar. And just things like that, you know. Like, I I wouldn't normally paint that. But she wanted to do the idea, and it's like, all right. But then you'll end up, you know, maybe getting
1: more pleasure from that than messing about on something else. Yeah. Fingers and pies, mate. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to... uh, You know when people say you're spreading yourself too thin? I'm like, am I? Yeah. Yeah. I think if I'm not... If I'm painting walls all the time, then I'm spreading myself too thin. Yeah. It's like better to jump on something else, jump on something else. And then, uh, yeah, then you get the good stuff, I think. Spare the moment stuff.
0: But that's, a lot of the outs, outsiders say that looking in at someone else. Like I remember even when I first started freelancing when I was in London and I'd worked in small um, design agencies, or design studios, where you'd have to, like, there would be guys that did print or guys that did digital. And if you did print, you did everything. Like, branding, magazine layout, billboards, you know, packaging, like, um, artworking. Like, you had to learn all of it because there weren't different people in the, in the studio to do all that.
2: Yeah.
0: And then, you know, going for um, these jobs, I was saying, like, which one are you? It's like, well, I do all of it. I go yeah, but which you know, but just choose one, and it's like well no, because I don't want to say no to other jobs like I'm capable of doing, yeah. it just because I do this one other thing, and uh, I've found that yeah, like I understand to specialize in something, but if you're enjoying what you're doing, and you want to do a bit of everything, and you want to mix it all up, it makes
1: it you makes yeah. it makes you a better like you you will be better designing a logo because you've got an understanding of letters mm. that just a graphic designer hasn't. The mm. best signwriters were graffiti artists. Yeah. The best tattooists were graffiti artists because you understand, like, with tattooists, it's colours, thickness of line. Do you know, we're, like, mm. bold, punchy. Like, it blows my mind sometimes when you meet them and you, you're like, oh, you used to paint. And you're like, of course you did. Mm. And then special writers I find that loads. where when they've got a good flow and they understand how things lay out and how to balance stuff, it's because they painted. So as a, you know, you could say, I can do a logo because I get that, and I can do a character because I get that. Like it, It's better to be spread like that because it brings something else to the other job that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter if it's not good because I'm going to keep doing it because I like doing it. Mm. So I just ignore anyone if they tell me to stop.
0: Yeah. So um, so do you have any uh, future plans or projects in the pipeline
1: Um, yeah I'll definitely sort out another UK show next year Mm. somewhere I'm gonna try and do a show abroad I want to go to Portugal and do a show there's talks of doing that so yeah if I've got two things lined up I'll I'll travel tons I always do I'll draw loads I always do I paint loads I'll take loads of photos I just do what I'm doing yeah. yeah it doesn't stop it's not you know. I just, I think I'm just continually gonna do this until I'm not allowed to do it anymore. Yeah. But at the moment, yeah, definitely gonna take it a bit more seriously with some art work. I'm really enjoying actually painting at the moment, so yeah, just more of the same, more yeah. than nonsense, mate. Yeah. <laughs> more beers, more drawing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and um, a question I like to ask all the guests, like if you could kick back on a bench to have a have a chat with someone, because it's bench talk podcast like who would you like to uh
1: kick back with well art like painting wise oh, just anyone
0: is there anyone who you really like to um have a conversation with
1: um yeah i really like i would really like to hear you chat to someone who is really graffiti but does artwork because i love that crossover so Kerez, petro people who Oka, you know People who are like super respected in the graph world, but are now, you know, like Keres. <clears throat> so he obviously is a writer at heart, but then started doing artwork because of being in jail. So brought out jail sketches. To me, that's fascinating. That proves the point of what we just talked about before, where he probably wouldn't have done that unless he had loads of time in a jail cell to draw. So that sort of fascinates me. Like Petro, where he takes his artwork, you know, his photography is amazing. Like his his eye for photos is exactly you know what ticks my boxes. And his prints, his paintings, yeah, that sort of side of the world really really fascinates me. Where they've mm. got their you know their characters, they've got good stories. They're good writers. Yeah. They to my I I like gravitate towards madness. You know I like an illustrator, but I'd rather talk to a writer because yeah. you know you can have more fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I was, I was cautious of that when I first started the podcast. I thought, oh, it's going to be a graffiti podcast in the end. It's like nah, no, no nowadays, it's
1: got to mix it up. Yeah,
0: just oh, that's why I get like graffiti artists, street artists, graphic designers, illustrators, photographers. Yeah. Like I, I, I like to um, love oh, so people.
1: Yeah, yeah. tricks and tips. As there's well. some great yeah. photographers. That like, uh, Alex Fasco is that how you? Say yeah, it? yeah, I've been talking to him. Yeah,
0: you know. nearly went, to, nearly went to Italy with him a while ago, and then. Um, and there was like a whole group of us who were all going to go over, and he's like, "Yeah, I've got somewhere for us to stay and all that." And he called up his mum, and she said, "No, you're not having a whole bunch of yeah. guys coming to stay." You
1: know, he's going to have tales. I like, I like a good, I like a good pub story. If something goes wrong or something embarrassing happens to me or anything, like we always laugh about it in Bristol. You just say like, "No shame, just don't worry about it." Tell people. Yeah. So I like to talk to people who are on that edge of mad. That's why I stop homeless people and drug addicts and, you know, I zone out into stuff like that. I've got all these little excuses to stop people to take a photo. You know, I might ask for time or mm. directions just to start a chat. So, because they're going to have a tail. Yeah. So, yeah, what well, you know, I'm sure so there's some lovely, you know, normal-ish people that you could chat about artwork, but, mm. yeah, I'd want someone on the verge of mad.
0: Yeah. It's funny. My wife's pop chat basically been saying over the last couple of weeks. She's just she started like noticing a lot more crazy people on the tram and stuff like that. And and instead of you know shying away from it, if they sit like near her, she'll just start talking to them and find yeah. out a bit about them. And she keeps coming home with all these crazy tales, and it's like, wow, I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She it, used to like really exciting. like avoid them and go, oh, I yeah. you know, better you know go sit somewhere else or something. And then she's like, oh, that's pretty rude, you know. You, you don't know what this person's going yeah. through in their life, so now she's engaging with in conversation with them, and they're like, they could be like all looking all pissed off and uh ah, but then just talking, they start like start to lighten up and yeah, you know, a good conversation can. Man, you get you state, get a good pub tale.
1: The pub yeah. that I was drinking in. And- Wonder Walls, so that was the best. Yeah, Well, I mean, you know, the next day everyone's like, Hey, how's it going? and everyone knows my name, and yeah, that's what I want. Mm. It's better to just have a bit of a chat cause you don't know what it's going to lead to. Like cheers, eh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <no>? Yeah, <laughs> that's my dream.
0: Yeah, so, um, so where's uh, the best place for people to see your art online?
1: <clears throat> uh, should go to my Instagram. Yeah, pretty good at uploading to it. What's that? Uh, at 45 rpm. What? Yeah. But yeah, that you know, I upload a lot onto that, and then from there, you know, my website's linked to the top. You can look at my shop and my photos and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But um, yeah, if you like daily nonsense, pretty good person to come to.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time to um, sit down and Mate, have a pleasure. chat. Me pleasure, absolute pleasure. It's. Uh, I think it's time to get out and enjoy the uh, yeah. the warmth, sunshine, day. beers, paint. Yeah. well does a oyster? Exactly. Go for a swim. All right. Thanks. Cheers. For more info on today's artist, uh, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you can listen to previous episodes and also see images from the artist that's been interviewed. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That way you can get the podcast delivered to your phone uh, automatically every week when an episode comes out. Uh, while you're there it'd be great if you could uh, rate and review the podcast that way uh, we'll get noticed by more people and have more people listening to it you can also keep up to date with what's going on with the podcast on instagram uh, bench underscore talk Uh, also streaming now on facebook and soundcloud i hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to tune in next week thanks